I'm honored to have my son-in-law. I'll just call him my son, and I think that's better. I like that better uh, because I, I do love him like a son, and I'm so thankful uh, for how he uh, loves my daughter. And uh, little Blakeland, even though she didn't let me sleep much last night, and she's sitting there sleeping right now, so it's the way it works. But that's all right. I wouldn't change it. And uh, then I've got a little... A little man on the way, I guess, so, and with another little man. So this is, I'm, I'm, I'm just a young grandpa, that's all I'll say, all right? So, but can you make Austin welcome as he comes this morning? Bring forth the word. Those of you going to class, feel free to do so at this time. Amen. How many is thankful to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Amen. Praise God. <clears throat> what a wonderful way to start the first day of the year off, January 1st, in the presence of God, in the glory of God, in the house of God, and just being able to come together and to be able to experience Him in greater ways than we've ever experienced Him before. Would you agree with that this morning? Praise God. Praise God. <clears throat> if you would, turn with me in your Bibles. We're going to read two passages of Scripture. <clears throat> I'm so thankful to be here, so humbled and honored to be able to grace the pulpit this morning. And uh, I guess the year can only get better from here on visiting ministers and people who he has preached. <laughs> But um, it's, it's always an honor when a, uh, when a pastor asks me to come and preach for him to his people. I don't take that lightly. But with, when you have the, I haven't even gave the scripture yet. <laughs> Give me just a second. We're going to get this figured out. <laughs> if you would, turn with me in your Bibles to Leviticus chapter number 25, verses 8 through 10, and Luke chapter number 4, 18 through 21. And when you have it, if you would, please stand for the reading of the word of the Lord. <clears throat> and I say this this morning, not just because I'm here and not just to get you hyped up or to get any kind of emotions going, but I say this from my time with the Lord this week and my time with the Lord this morning, but I'm here, I want you to know that there is a freedom and a liberty in this house this morning, that if you came in here dealing with anything at all. You may, you may be saved. You may have been saved for a very long time. You may not be right with the Lord this morning. But I'm here to let you know there's freedom in this house. Not just because I'm here, not just because Pastor Jade is here, not because anybody else is here, but only because Jesus is in this house this morning. The power and the presence of the Holy Spirit is evident here this morning, and whatever you came in with dealing with this morning, you don't have to leave the same way that you came in. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you would, <clears throat> we're going to start with Leviticus, verse number 8. And thou shalt number seven Sabbaths of years unto thee, <coughs> seven times seven years, and the space of the seven Sabbaths of years shall be unto thee forty and nine years. Then shalt thou cause the trumpet of the jubilee to sound on the tenth day of the seventh month and the day of the atonement. Shall ye make the trumpet sound throughout all your land. 
and ye shall hallow the hallow the fiftieth year and proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto the inhabitants thereof. It shall be a jubilee unto you, and ye shall return every man unto his possession, and ye shall return every man unto his family. Go with me to Luke chapter 4, starting with verse number 18. (coughs) Excuse me. This is Jesus speaking. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book, and he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day, everybody say this day with me. This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Hallelujah. Pray with me if you would. Father, we thank you for your wonderful spirit and presence that is with us here this morning. We thank you for another opportunity to be in your house, Lord God. And we thank you for every heart and life and soul that is with us here this morning. And we ask, God, that you would move on each and every one of us here today. Father, don't let anybody leave here this morning the same way that they came in, Father. If they came in bound, Lord God, let them experience freedom and liberty in you like they've never experienced before, God. I ask, Lord, that you would anoint me this morning and that you would let your spirit and power flow through me. And let this word go forth, Lord God, as you have given it to me and spoken it to me. And I ask God, ask it all in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. With the help of the Lord this morning, I'd like to preach you the word, the ga- the word that the Lord gave me this day. Praise God. Hallelujah. But in our text in Leviticus, what we're reading about is about the year of Jubilee. <coughs> Excuse me. It was, laid here, it was laid out where you had a weekly Sabbath being every seventh day, a seventh year Sabbath, and then a 50th year Sabbath. The 50th year Sabbath actually entailed of a what would be a two-year period. The first year would be the seventh year of the seventh cycle being the 49th year. And then the 50th year right after that would be the year of Jubilee. And as we read in the scripture, I'm just kind of going over it once again. And during that year of Jubilee, it wasn't just an ordinary year. It wasn't just a, a regular year just to go about your business. But verse number 10 tells us that they were to proclaim liberty to all of the inhabitants of the land and and the definition of liberty is the state of being free from an oppressive from oppressive restrictions imposed by authority so all of the hebrews in the land during this year of jubilee every single one of them all experienced liberty they were released from their work and servants were released and had to be let go and debts were forgiven and land and property was given back to their original owners and if anything was lost it was restored and and given back to that person. What it was was it was a year of liberty, restoration, and redemption. So we fast forward to our second scripture this morning in Luke chapter number four, where we also read from today. Jesus gives his first sermon in the synagogue and reads the passage from Isaiah 61. But in verse 21 is the key statement that I want to focus on today. And he says, all of the things that he has been sent to do, 
and in verse 21, he says, This day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. Not tomorrow, not next month, not next year, not the next Jubilee cycle, not the next revival, but Jesus is saying, This day, you are because the acceptable year of the Lord is identified as the year of Jubilee. And the brokenhearted were being healed, blind eyes were being opened, spiritual captives were being loosed and Jesus what he is telling them is he is saying to them that he is the Messiah and he is fulfilling this prophecy from Isaiah and he is announcing to the people that he is the Jubilee hallelujah that the Jubilee year would no longer be a 50 year cycle but the Jubilee was now in a man named Jesus Christ of Nazareth that you no longer had to wait every 50 years to be able to experience liberty and freedom but Jesus was telling them this day, this day this day you can be set free you can experience liberty in me, you can experience freedom, you can be healed, you don't have to wait any longer hallelujah hallelujah so if that is the case, all those thousands of years ago, if Jesus is saying that I am the Jubilee and you can experience this day, if he is telling them then when he was walking the earth, then how much more can we experience that very same freedom and liberty in this house this morning? Hallelujah. You don't have to wait until next year. You don't have to wait until next Sunday. You don't have to wait until prayer meeting. But but before you walk out of these doors this morning, you can be free in Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what you came in with this morning. It doesn't matter how many years you've walked in the same. You've, it doesn't how many years you've started the exact same way as all the other years before. You may have started your January 1st off laying in a drunken stupor, laying in a drug addicted stupor, waking up and starting the year off in, in an addictive state or starting the year off depressed or oppressed or bound by demonic spirits it doesn't matter what evil you may have done in your life or what evil may have been done to you this morning it can change not any other day but why not today this day the Lord says you can be free you say that's a that's a pretty bold statement, Austin. That's 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 pretty bold, and you say that I I, I say it all of the time when I'm behind a, on a platform or just talking to somebody. I say it all of the time. You don't have to leave the same way that you came in. You don't have to stay this way any longer. And I like I said, you know, people tell me you say that all the time, Austin. But I believe it now more than ever before that the next day doesn't have to be the same as the day before. Next, this coming year, you can set the tone for your year today. You can set the tone for the rest of your life today. This day can be different. This day, you can walk in a year of freedom. You can walk in a year of glory. You can walk in a year of liberty. You can walk 
in a brand new year and a brand new life in Christ this morning. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter what your church past is. It doesn't matter what kind of history you have. You, may, you can have never walked under the doors of a church until this morning. Or, you, or maybe, maybe even never at all listening on the live stream. You may never have graced the doors of a church. Or you may even come in and be faithful to the house of the Lord day in and day out every time the doors are open. It doesn't matter your spiritual state this morning. But freedom is in the house. Hallelujah. You can leave free from sin this morning and get saved and have a be a brand new creation in Christ Jesus or if you're already saved this morning and you're just dealing with some stuff because guess what I understand I understand what it's like to be saved to stand during worship service and lift my hands and worship the Savior that saved me and set me free from sin. I know what it's like to stand behind a pulpit and preach a word that God spoke to me in the early morning hours of my day, but still have something down inside of me that I was dealing with. Oh, come on now here this morning. You know I'm telling the truth. I'm not asking you to raise your hands this morning, but I know every single person in this house knows what it's like to be a Christian saved by grace, but still have something on the inside of you that you've been dealing with. Hallelujah. But I'm here to tell you by the Spirit of the Lord, this day, this day, Come on with me. This day, this day, it changes if you want it to change. I'm not telling you that there's something wrong with you. I'm not telling you that it's wrong to be dealing with things. But what I'm telling you is it's okay to not be okay. But it's not okay to continue to not be okay. It's not okay to continue day in and day out the same way as every other day before. It's not okay to have a savior that has the power and the authority over spirit that has the power and authority to set you free from sin and to save your soul. But to walk Bound by sin. It's not okay to walk around depressed and oppressed by demonic spirits. Knowing that the very God of the universe and the very Son of God said, Ye who the Son has set free is free indeed. You can be free this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <coughs> Because the thing about it, what a, I mean, what a statement Jesus is telling them. What a statement he is saying. That this day, this day the scripture is being fulfilled in your ears. Announcing to the people. Announcing to them that the Jubilee cycle. You don't have to wait 50 years. You don't have to wait for the cycle. You don't have to. You don't have to wait any longer until the timing and the calendar is right. But this day you can be free. Because when you really think about it, Pastor Phil and Pastor Ron already talked about seasoned saints last night. But you think about 50 years. 50 years is, 
I don't want to say a long time and offend anybody. But 50 years, that's some time. You think about it, 50 years ago in 1973, the U.S. had just ended its involvement in the Vietnam War and pulled their last troops out 50 years ago. 50 years ago, the Watergate scandal with President Richard Nixon was in full swing. Those are significant events that we remember and we talk about and we hear about. And those that are in this house this morning that were alive when those events were taking place can testify and tell you that when those events were taking place, there's not been an event ever like that that has happened exactly the way it happened then. And they can testify and tell you about it, but those of us in this house that were not there when it happened cannot ever experience it like they experienced it. And I just... I guess I can imagine because in 50 years, in a jubilee cycle, 50 years, <coughs> excuse me, a person could probably only experience a jubilee probably only ever once, maybe even twice in their life, experiencing the year of jubilee. Once, maybe twice in their life. In a 50-year cycle, depending on how it landed and worked out. And I can just imagine the people, that the, 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 the older Hebrews explaining and testifying to the younger ones who had, a, who had a never experienced that liberty or freedom. Testifying to them saying, oh, it was wonderful. It was great. I was allowed to return to my homeland. I was my, my home city. I was allowed to go back to my family. Everything that I had lost, I got it all back. And everything that was gone from me, it was given back. And I was able to see my family and see my friends and see those that I grew up with. I was able to experience freedom <coughs> for a year. But at the end of that year, it was back to normal, back to things as it was, back to the cycle, back to the routine. Man, it was nice for a year. Man, it was great for a year. I didn't have to worry about anything. This day, people, this day, it don't have to be the same way it's always been. You don't have to experience it once and then go back to the way it was. You don't have to experience it once and then wonder whether you're going to experience it again. But Jesus announced, I'm the Jubilee. I am the Messiah. I am your freedom. I am your liberty. And if you want it this morning, you can have it. Give the Lord a shout of praise this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not tomorrow. Not next day. Not next month. Not next year. Not the next revival. But this day. This day. Your freedom is in the house. Hallelujah. We look at the, 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 we look at the thief on the cross. We read his story, just the few verses of scripture that he's in the Bible. We don't know what his crimes were. 
We don't know what he went through in life. We don't need to know what he went through in life. But he finds himself hanging on a cross being crucified right next to the Savior of the world. And he says, Jesus, would you remember me when you come into your kingdom? Just a simple, just just please, just remember me. Just remember me when you come into your kingdom. What does Jesus say? He said, this day you will be with me in paradise. Hallelujah. Oh, you're not waiting another day, but this day you're going to be with me in paradise. He's not creating a question or, or asking a question of, will this day, will you be with me? No, he's making a statement to this man. He's letting him know that this day you will be with me in paradise. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter where you're at this morning, but this day it'll change for you if you want it to. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Lift your hands and give him praise in this house just for a moment. We glorify your name, Jesus. We give you glory and honor. Hallelujah. Thank you for freedom. Thank you for liberty that's in this house this morning, God. Thank you that your spirit is known this being made known this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we don't have to do it alone, God. You're here to set us free this morning, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you. Hallelujah, Jesus. <clears throat> In Luke chapter number 19, we read at the beginning of the chapter, we read of a man named Zacchaeus, a chief tax collector who had made his riches by stealing from the people. It's, the Bible even says that he was a rich man, but he admitted later on in the chapter that he got it from false accusations. Hallelujah. He'd been shut out by the religious community and by people, and when he sees Jesus coming, he tries to he tries to get to Jesus. He's trying in his own strength to get to him. But it says he's being shut out by the crowd. He can't get through because he's a man of small stature. He's trying to push and shove and get his way through the crowd, but he can't. And the Bible says that he looked and he could see the direction that Jesus was coming. And he tries to get up to where he's trying to intersect him on the path that Jesus is taking. And he gets it. He climbs up to the sycamore tree. And when Jesus gets to where he's at, Jesus looks up and he calls him down. And he says, Zacchaeus, this day I will abide in your house. And then later on he says, Zacchaeus, this day salvation has come to your house. And in my prayer time, I could, I could hear the Lord saying that there was people in this house that you felt like you've, you've, in your own doing and in your own time, you've tried to get to him. You've said, I'll get to him in my own doing. I'll get to him at my own time and, and do what I can. But the thing about when a person is getting saved, in, in a, in, not in a spiritual sense, but in a secular sense, when a person is being saved from or rescued from a situation, their rescuers, they don't go to their rescuers. 
But their rescuers come to right where they are. The rescuers come to the sinking ships and the burning buildings and they come to the car crashes and they say, you know, I'm going to take care of you. You can't do this on your own, but I'm going to take care of you and get you out of where you're at. And I just hear the Lord saying that you knew he was going to be in this house this morning. Not because I'm here, but because his presence is welcome in this house. And you knew he was going to be here this morning. And you made your way to this house. And the Savior of the world is letting you know, come down from where you're at. You don't have to stay that way any longer. But I've come to your house. Salvation, freedom, and liberty has come to you this morning. Hallelujah. 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 I just, I just, I feel the Lord. I want to get back to just a moment. Get back just to a moment on those that are saved but still dealing with some things. When we read in the book of 2 Kings, we read of the story of a man named Naaman. The Bible describes Naaman in the scriptures and they say that you know, Naaman was a captain of the host, and he was, he was a mighty man of valor. But then right after that it says, but he was a leper. He, was, he, he did all of these things, and he had so many, all of these accolades and all of these titles and all of these great things that Naaman had done, but he was still a leper. He still had Leprosy. And I fear that a lot of times so many of us as Christians and those of us that are in leadership positions in the church or, or are just people, somebody that a lot of people, we have a lot of influence with. We like to hide behind the titles. We like to hide behind what God is using us to do. We like to hide behind the accolades. And underneath our, but underneath our armor, we've still got hurt. We've still got pain we've still got wounds we've still got things that we need healed from we've still got depression we've still got anxiety we still have oppression we still have physical sickness or mental sickness but i'm but i'm a preacher i'm a singer i'm a worship leader i'm a i'm a pastor i'm people look up to me But with Naaman, no matter how many titles he was given and no matter how many people would salute him and give him honor and no matter how many battles he would win, no matter how many soldiers he led, when he got home at the end of the day and took his armor off, man, I still got leprosy. Man, I still got that thing. And, and, and no matter how many people that we lead to the Lord and no matter how many people we help pray through in an altar and no matter how many how many songs we sing or messages we preach or how many how many people we see healed and get their breakthrough <coughs> how many times do we come in the house and leave without getting our breakthroughs i don't say that in a selfish manner don't don't take that the wrong way I don't say that in a selfish manner of we should say, well, I got something going on in my life. They all can wait. I'm not that. Please don't misunderstand me. That's not what I'm saying. 
But the man at the pool of Bethesda was sick for 38 years. And he was right there at the pool. The Bethesda means the house of grace. He was in the house, but still had that thing for 38 years. How long have you been in the house and still had that thing on the inside of you? How long have you been coming and going and coming and going and coming and going and coming and going? The same way, the same way, and the same way. Hallelujah. Today is the day you leave different. Today is the day that just like Naaman, you come up on that seventh time and you see that skin. It said the Bible said it was as smooth as a baby's skin. The man at the pool of Bethesda, Jesus said, get up and take up your bed and walk. You're healed. Today is your day that you see that thing on the inside of you change. Today is your day that you take up your sick bed from where you've been laying and you walk out of here saying, I've been healed. I've been cleansed. I'm different. I'm free this morning. I've got liberty. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lift your hands one more time. I'm almost done. Hallelujah, Jesus. We give you glory. (coughs) Hallelujah. Like I said, please do not misunderstand me when, in that last statement that I made. We are, we are obligated to reap the harvest and to help disciple the harvest as it comes in. But if we do not recognize the problems and the things that we have going on in our lives, then they will grow into something bigger than what they started out as. When you read and study history... When you read and study history, see, Goliath, he never started out as a nine-foot-tall giant. He was born a baby just just like the rest of us. But he grew, and he grew, and he grew, and he grew. And when you read and study theology and history, historians and theologians believe that Goliath actually came from the lineage that Saul was supposed to already have taken care of and destroyed. Saul was supposed to destroy and kill that entire encampment of people. But because he spared people, he's now standing across the battlefield from a nine-foot-tall giant that he didn't deal with years ago. Don't let that be you this morning. Do not let that be you this morning. Naaman, Naaman walked around for, I don't know how long he walked around with that leprosy under his armor. But there came a time where it had to be dealt with. There came a time where Naaman, uh, where Naaman was probably walking around and people, rumors and people whispering, man, what's wrong with him? He don't look like he feels good. Something's going on with him. Something's, something's different. He's not, he's not walking as, as tall and as strong as he used to anymore. They're not, they're not preaching with as much fervor and burden as they used to. They're not singing with as much zeal and anointing as they used to. They're not, they're not praying like they used to. They're not fasting like they used to. They're not worshiping like they used to. What's going on? They got something on the inside. 
that's eating away at them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But this day is different. Hallelujah. Stand with me if you would. I'm done. I'm getting out of the way. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory to God. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. How many would agree with you? I'm not trying to embarrass anybody this morning. I'm not trying to call you out or get anybody to try and look at you differently this morning because you got something going on in your life. I'm just trying to let you know this morning that you can start this year off in a state of freedom and liberty like you've never experienced before. I'm trying to let you know that you, in this house, you can be vulnerable with this group of people. They're not going to judge you. We're not going to judge you. We're not going to look at you to any crossways. But if you come to this altar here in just a moment, we're going to come beside you. We're going to put our arms around you. And we're going to say, today's a different day. It doesn't matter what you're dealing with. All that matters is that you're leaving different this morning. All that matters is that you leave free this morning. We don't have to know what you got going on. We don't have to know what it is that you're dealing with. But all you have to know is that Jesus, crucified on a cross, buried and raised three days later, so that you could leave free this morning. You don't have to wait another day. You don't have to wait another month. You don't have to wait another year. But this day you can have your freedom and your liberty in Jesus Christ this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to read to you something just a moment. The Lord was, the Lord gave it to me this morning as I was prepared just making final preparations in prayer this morning. <clears throat> I began to hear the Lord say that there are many who have already made it, up, made it up in their mind that this year isn't going to be any different than any other year for them. That this year, they're still going to have the same problems, the same chains, the same hurts, the same wounds, and that they're just going to have to carry it all until the end. But I, the Lord, say that this day they can be set free and be made whole. Hallelujah. I know I don't feel like I delivered it the way that I probably should have. I stumbled and fumbled. But all that matters is that the Lord is here to let you know this morning. You can be made free this morning. You can be made whole this morning. You can have liberty in Him this morning. Whether it's something you're bound in your mind, bound by physical health, bound in addiction, bound by depression or oppression, or bound by old wounds that just you can't seem 
to get healed. This day is your day. Not because I'm saying it, but because the Lord said it. Hallelujah. If you would, if you would, this altar is open. We're not trying, I'm not trying to embarrass you. But if you got something that you're dealing with, if you need saved this morning, you can be saved. If you've already been saved and you just have strayed and not where you need to be, I want you to come this morning. If you've been saved for a short amount of time or a long time, but you're just dealing with some things, I want you to come this morning and we're going to pray with you. And this morning you're going to experience freedom and liberty. Hallelujah. This altar is open.